welcome to you. Me. And TV. I'm Mike. I'm Gia. And today we're going to be talking about the first episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Curb Your Enthusiasm was created by Larry David and it premiered on HBO on October 15th, 2000. There are currently nine seasons. Seasons one through eight are available to stream on Amazon Prime and all nine seasons are available to stream on HBO. And speaking of HBO, we always start off by reading the description. And so we're going to read the HBO description of Curb Your Enthusiasm. It says... Larry David stars as Larry David, living the good life out in Los Angeles and stumbling through one faux pas after another. Living the good life. Living the good life out in Los Angeles. That's not really a good description for this no. show. Although, I mean, I guess he's living the good life in that he's like a wealthy person, but he never seems to be happy. Does well, he? <laughs> yeah, well, he's got one faux pas after another, but he is yeah. living the good life to a certain extent because Larry David is the creator, co-creator of Seinfeld, uh-huh. and he found much success with that. Yeah, in real life. In real life. And, and he's playing himself. He's playing a version of himself. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you're unfamiliar with Curb Your Enthusiasm, oh my goodness, it's a fantastic show, mm-hmm. and it is about... Larry David, the creator, co-creator of Seinfeld, kind of living his life and, you know, like we said, having one faux pas after another. Yeah. And so, yeah, we're going to be talking about uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. We're very excited. One of our mm-hmm. favorite shows. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, welcome, guys. Welcome so much. Welcome so much. Is that a That's thing people say? That's not a thing, no. well, <laughs> well, hey, if this is your first time listening, uh, we're glad you're here. It's mm-hmm. You, Me, and TV. We talk about you and me. That's your hosts, Mike and Gia. And we also talk yep. about TV. That's what we do. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we kind of, we kind of, you know, like to inject our own experiences into uh, some of the the content of the show, and we also kind of go through the show, but always taking a look at first episodes of shows. And mm-hmm. this show, in a way, you know, not a spinoff of Seinfeld, but it has its roots in Seinfeld. We mm-hmm. covered Seinfeld a few weeks ago on the podcast. Yeah. You should check that out if you haven't done that. Yeah. Larry David, the creator of Curb Your Enthusiasm, um, was. In addition to being the creator of Seinfeld, he's also the inspiration for the George Costanza character right. on Seinfeld. So um, that kind of gives you a sense of what this character is like. On yeah. Curb. And so, uh, so let's talk about some of the people. I guess some of the people that are in this show, just to get us familiar with them. So we got Larry David playing himself. Mm-hmm. We've got Cheryl Hines playing his wife, Cheryl David. And we've got, uh, well, let's talk about some of these as we go through. I was reading um, Cheryl Hines, um, who I haven't seen her, I guess, in a lot of other things. She was she in was that in show. Suburgatory. Suburgatory, which aired That's for a few a seasons show. on ABC. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that was interesting about the casting of Cheryl Hines was that she didn't know, she didn't get to meet Larry's real life wife at the time or anything hmm. like that because he didn't want her. There was like some quote, I saw it somewhere, I don't have it written down, but it was something like... Um, you know, she was like, should I be meeting with, with your wife? And Larry was like, no, no, don't, you don't need to do that. (laughs) Which if you've seen the show, Curb Your Enthusiasm, you can kind of picture that sort of Mm -hmm. circumstance. So she's like not really playing his actual real life wife, just she's playing Mm -hmm. his wife in the show, but it's not necessarily based off of his real life wife who he's now divorced from, which he'll later get divorced in the show. That's not really a spoiler necessarily. Mm -hmm. Um, But, uh, and uh, who else we got in here? We got Jeff Garland playing Jeff Green, mm-hmm. hit, uh, which is Larry's agent. And Jeff Jeff Garland, um, I've seen him do stand-up. He came to Ohio University back in the day. It was oh, awesome. I don't think I knew that. Really? Yeah. I think I've told you that before. He was, And it, it was really cool because he like a lot of his stand-up is improv in the mm-hmm. same way that the show, not in the same way, but the show, Curb Your Enthusiasm, is a lot of improv. But mm-hmm. I listened to his interview on um, 
he was on that podcast that's a good one, a podcast about mm-hmm. jokes where mm-hmm. they break down uh, comedians' jokes, which mm-hmm. that's a great podcast. Yeah. There's a recommendation right there. Good one. And um, and he just talked about how he just doesn't really know exactly how he's going to start things off until he goes out there. Mm-hmm. Really great stand-up. And, uh, you know, we've seen some of his movies as well, which are also entertaining. Mm-hmm. Also, we just watched Daddy Daycare the other yeah, day. Yeah, he's in Daddy Daycare. And, and you know what? I had fun watching that movie. Yeah. It was it was a good time. Not bad. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. who else we got in here? Susie Essman playing yeah. Susie Green. That's Jeff's wife. Yeah, and her she has a stand-up special like from the 80s that we found on... Uh, on HBO. On a- it's like yeah. one of those old comedy half hours or something like that. And it yeah. was funny. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah, she, she's not... She's in this episode, the pilot, but she's not featured too much in it and um which is too bad because she's a really great character she really is a great character yeah um also in this episode we've got richard lewis who plays himself he's Mm -hmm. a comedian Mm -hmm. um if you're not familiar you're probably familiar with him you recognize him yeah yeah Yeah. and he and larry david are like longtime friends in real life like they met when they were like 13 yeah that's crazy (laughs) yeah yeah it's always crazy when people meet like that young and then like seth rogan and uh I think Evan Goldberg, his writing partner, they met when they uh-huh. were like in high school and started writing super bad in like ninth grade or something yeah, like that. Yeah. That's always kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and Richard Lewis is in this episode and he's a recurring character as mm-hmm. well, playing himself. And uh, some other recurring characters in this show, there's a lot of them, but mm-hmm. Ted Danson playing himself yeah. and his wife, Mary Steenburgen. Yeah, they, um, they're they not in this pilot, but they do come in in the second episode. And they're great. And they're, they're recurring so funny. characters. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then... Uh, Bob Einstein plays Marty Funkhauser. Mm-hmm. Oh man, he passed away recently. Yeah, and R.I.P. He's, uh, he's the brother of uh, Albert Brooks in real life. Oh yeah. So one of the, I don't know which one has like a stage name or I don't know why they have different. I don't last know names. either. I don't know. Unless but they have brothers. different parents somewhere in yeah, there. Yeah, maybe. Or not. Yeah, but they're brothers. Yeah, okay. and he's he used to do uh, his character Super Dave, which was like a spoof of uh, uh, what's the guy? What's the guy who jumps things on a motorbike? You know what I'm talking um, about. Evil, Evil Knievel. Knievel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that know. was on, was that on... Um, I don't know what that, that was. David just, Letterman, I think. Yeah, he was on like just a lot of things. He yeah. even had, I think, his own show for a while too. But Marty Funkhauser. Yeah, I'm uh, disappointed he's not in this pilot episode because he's one of the one best of my characters. characters. Oh yeah. my gosh. And then uh, later on too in the series, J.B. Smoove playing Leon Black uh-huh. when they take in a family from a hurricane. Yeah. J.B. Smoove is another guy we've seen we uh, do, do stand-up. Uh-huh, he was funny. He's he yeah. just, just a great guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so those are some... There's this show is full of guest stars all the time mm-hmm. too. I mean, the a whole, lot of them playing themselves. A lot of them playing themselves because again, uh-huh. it's set out in but Hollywood. But not all of them. Not all of them. Yeah. Uh, you know, the whole Seinfeld cast comes in for a season at one mm-hmm. point for like a revival of the series. A lot of fun. Seinfeld. Yeah. A lot of fun. A lot of cool stuff there. Um, who are some other great guest stars? I don't remember. Rosie Lauren O'Donnell's Graham. Oh yeah, Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, Lauren, Lauren Graham. Graham was in the most recent season, I believe. Yeah, Andrea Savage, who we just talked about her show. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, a few weeks ago. We'll talk about her episode toward the end. I got that in the notes. Oh there. okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, Wanda Sykes. Oh right, yeah, she's a recurring, recurring character as well. So yeah. this show, again, if you've not seen it, you got to watch it, especially if you got Amazon Vivica Prime. E. It's right there. Is that, that's I Mrs. think that is Black, who plays. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and so. Curb Your Enthusiasm, it started off, actually, there was a special. So if you're unfamiliar with this, this is 
I guess not available on Amazon Prime, but is available with HBO. But mm -hmm. um, it was called Larry David, Curb Your Enthusiasm. And it was this HBO special. I'm going to go ahead and read the info for that from mm -hmm. uh, the description from HBO. It says, before it was a comedy series, Curb Your Enthusiasm was a deadpan 1999 mockumentary. See how Larry David tries to persuade HBO executives to gamble on a two-part special about his return to the stand-up circuit with help from friends like Jerry Seinfeld and Jason Alexander. So we watched that. It, mm -hmm. And again, it's available to stream on HBO. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I remember, I, I actually have the DVD of season one. I bought it back in like high school. And um is it's that funny. special on there? Yeah, that special's okay. on there, yeah. And uh, it's and I remember it used to be on HBO all the time, too. I would mm -hmm. remember seeing the info on the TV back in the day. Yeah, and, um, it's interesting, but it is different. It's a little different. I think some of the actors are different as well. Yeah, and um, Larry, his character has kids in this special. I don't all think right. that we see them, but they're referenced in yeah. it. Yeah. Whereas in the, sh in the show, um, he doesn't have kids. In no. real life, he does have kids. Yeah. He has two kids. Yeah. And um, yeah, this show or the this special, I think it is. It's pretty funny. It's um, it, it feels like uh, the pilot. Like it feels like mm -hmm. this is the real pilot of the yeah. show. Because after HBO did this and it was successful and all that, then they ordered you know a series and things like that. Right, but um, that's not what we're gonna be talking about here today. Other right. than just right now. Yeah, other than just like mentioning it. But mm -hmm. we're gonna talk about the actual first episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. So, but anyway, yeah, check that special out. It, it's it's fun. Um, and it's kind of unique and, and interesting. Um, and it's kind of similar to that. Um, when we talked about Seinfeld, what, two weeks ago on our yeah, podcast? Yeah, a few weeks ago there. We talked about how the original idea for Seinfeld was it was going to be like a day in the life of a, com or a week in the life of the comedian, seeing how they get their material for like a set. And the I feel like the curb um special special is it's similar, similar to, to that. that it has, it has some of those same kind of yeah. concepts in there and it's yeah. funny though it, mm -hmm. it is funny and um and that was my first well i don't think i watched it when it was on but i, I remember seeing it on there that's my first introduction to larry david i'd never mm -hmm. i never heard of larry david when i watched seinfeld and yeah, stuff like that yeah uh-huh yeah and that's so i i didn't know that that was um I didn't, I don't even think I thought about creators of shows because this no. came out when I was like in ninth grade, probably. Right. Yeah. And I remember at the time, my dad has been a Curb Your Enthusiasm fan, like from the beginning. He was a big Seinfeld fan. Um, so he was familiar with Larry David and he started watching this right from the start. And I remember like before I ever started watching it, him trying to explain the concept of the show to me. And I was kind of confused about whether it was like a reality show or not. It's a little confusing. Yeah, it is because it cause seemed like that at least back in the day. Because yeah, that it was, was ahead of its time. If this came out in two thousand and and the mockumentary came out in ninety nine, uh -huh. I mean that was like that's like when Survivor came out and that's when reality yeah. TV really started to be a thing that was on all the channels all the time. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of takes advantage of that. But yeah, it is a little bit ahead of its time. That's even before mm -hmm. the British office, I believe. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, well, let's talk a little bit more about the actual, you know, show. Um, you know, I was talking about Cheryl Hines earlier playing uh, Larry David's wife. Mm -hmm. um, some of the actresses that were considered for that role, one of them, Nia Vardalos from uh, my big fat Greek wedding. Yeah. Which is interesting. And she does show up in the series at one point too. Yeah, she does playing um, herself. Yeah. Uh, but I, I found this quote from, uh, Robert B. Weedy, the, uh, the guy who directed the HBO special. And I think he's also an executive producer on the show. Mm -hmm. And this is about the casting of Cheryl Hines. And, um, it says, I got an invitation one night for an actor's showcase. Lo and behold, one of the actresses was Cheryl Hines, who was unknown to all of us. But I remember the bit that she did to this day. 
it was some sort of employee training meeting where they had some guy advising about what to do in a disaster in the workplace. He would say, okay, so there's been an earthquake and the water is cut off. There's no running water in your office and you can't escape. You're thirsty. What do you do? And Cheryl pipes up. Well, I suppose if push came to shove, you could drink your own urine. The room just goes real quiet and everybody stares at her. And the guy stares at her and says, well, okay, I was thinking more about having water stored in the room or, you know, possibly detaching a hose from the back of the refrigerator and drinking the water that, that way. Cheryl goes, oh, well, yeah. And then I remember the line that really killed me. Well, I did say if push came to shove. I just gave, I just said, or I just said this girl's really, really funny. And that line, I did say if push came to shove, gave Cheryl a career. <laughs> so yeah. that's fun. I could kind of picture that. Yeah, so she's really good at um, at improv. Which is important because, like, this show is different from probably any of the shows we've done in that it doesn't have a script. It doesn't have a script. It has, right? I guess, uh, I've heard a few different versions of what it actually has, but it's some sort of outline, and they just do the scenes, mm-hmm. and and I guess they kind of work off of that, and after they do it a few times, you might have certain lines or certain details that need to come out, mm-hmm. um, but other than that, they just kind of based off of... Based off of these outlines. Yeah, yeah, so there's no, like, dialogue written out. Right. It's just the, here's what happens. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's crazy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's very impressive that people are able to do that and make and a show out that of the it. Show and feels so, the show feels so well written. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting because this is a show kind of like Seinfeld where, like, one little detail from the beginning will, like, keep coming back and or come back in the end right. to, like... Um, seal the deal or whatever yeah you know, the, the payoff of the joke at right, the end yeah right, something right call, there's a callback to something that happened yeah. in the beginning yeah so, which is pretty impressive when you consider that it's all improv yeah yeah uh-huh. um and uh you know we talked about how there's nine seasons um one detail too after the eighth season in 2011 uh curb went on indefinite hiatus and then it returned for a ninth season in 2017 and which is fantastic by the way and then it was renewed for a 10th season uh which is scheduled to premiere in 2020 so there's Mm. more there's more to come which this show's been on then for like 20 years yeah that's that's crazy crazy. that's a long time Uh And, and like i said too i didn't really watch it too much right when it was on it was probably a few seasons into it where i started watching it but and then like buying the dvds and all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff but i i think i was introduced to this from my mom as well Mm -hmm. so sort of you know parents coming across that yeah those hbo shows good work parents (laughs) all right hey let's get into this uh episode here i'm gonna read the episode description uh from hbo it says in the series premiere, an innocent bunch up. In, oh, the episode title is "The Pants Tent." I think I forgot to <laughs> yeah. say that earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Pants Tent. Great mm-hmm. episode title. Yeah. Um, in the series <laughs> premiere, an innocent bunch up in Larry's trousers gives rise to an embarrassing misunderstanding. Mm, That's true. a fun episode description. Yeah. <laughs> There's some puns in there. I uh-huh. like it. That's good stuff. Um, so, um, <laughs> you want to start off talking about the beginning? Oh, sure. So, um. Unlike most shows, there's no cold open in this. It's just like you go straight from like the HBO like logo to the opening music for Curb Your Enthusiasm, which if you've ever seen the show, it's like very um, fun music. And what we we watched this like documentary about the making of the show mm-hmm. um, where they were kind of t- they talked a little bit about this music and it was music that um, Larry had. 
He heard it in a commercial for a bank. Yeah, he heard it. And they like tracked down the bank and Uh all that to to get the music. Yeah, he found it. The song is called Frolic. It's just like instrumental. And you can listen on Spotify. So yeah, if you're, if you're not familiar, you probably are. But if you're not, and when Larry was describing it, he described it as the kind of music you could play. You could play it after anything happening, and it would like make the situation like less serious. Like so, you could play it with you know if somebody died, you could play it, and it would sound comedic. Yeah. Right? So that's the vibe that this show is going for. And it I, really accomplishes that. I think there was one time, I can't remember. I feel like there was one time where I had that song pulled up like on my phone or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I had, I think I had some students, because mm-hmm. I'm an educator, as I mentioned uh-huh. before, that were familiar with the show and know it. And I think I like just, they would say something and then I just hit play on my phone and it would start playing the boom, 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 boom. boom. Uh-huh. And then I just yeah. did it over and over just to kill the it's joke. It's just like so iconic that anytime I hear like that, I see the HBO logo and hear that little like, it's just like a tone. Oh yeah, that's, that's the boom. HBO song. Yeah, I like just expect to hear the Curb Your Enthusiasm Do, song yeah. after that. And it's funny because I... We'll probably at some point on the podcast do the show Difficult People, which is a Hulu series. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know there's one episode where the main characters of that show are watching some show on HBO and they hear, they see that logo and hear that song and then they just start singing the, <laughs> or like humming the yeah, uh, Kirby yeah. Enthusiasm theme song, which is, it's so funny and true to life because that's what happens in my head every time I see the HBO logo. I wonder if all the HBO shows kick right into music and don't have cold opens. I'm not yeah, sure. I don't know. If you, well, do they do previously on though? Some have to do previously mm. on, so maybe not. Yeah, I would imagine uh, so. Yeah, oh man. Hey, if you if you know, let us know. Yeah. Uh, t- yeah. Tweet at us or, or something like that. Yeah, but for Curb, it's just this song, the frolic is what it's called, and uh, the title card saying Curb Your Enthusiasm, and then we go straight into the show. Straight into the show, straight into Larry David's crotch. Uh, The first scene that we see, the first shot is uh, Larry David is uh, sitting wearing some brown corduroy pants, and uh, it's it's a close-up of his his crotch, and there's a a bunch-up going on on his crotch. Yeah, and he's kind of like fiddling with it, um, with the fabric there. Because uh, it's bunching up so much. And he calls over his wife, Cheryl, to to take a look at the five-inch bunch up that I've got here. Um, and so Cheryl, like, goes to uh, take a look. And she agrees with him. It, it does kind of look like um, he's a little bit excited. It does look like right? that a little it bit. It looks like that's what's you going on. You know what? On, that happens just in the, uh, just, just the bunch up. Yeah. Just the bunch up. That happens yeah. in men's pants. You know what? It doesn't happen to me as much anymore, but... You know, in the 90s, uh, in the early 2000s, <laughs> when my pants were much baggier. big pants era. It was a big pants era. Yeah. And uh, things would bunch up. And it, and it was kind of, it was an issue. Maybe more like middle school when you were like nervous about that kind of thing. Like, are people uh-huh. going to think like something's going on here? Um, but uh, it, it's an issue, especially with those corduroy pants. Those things were, you know, they would just right. fold and all that kind right, of stuff. Right. So I, I know what he's talking about. Yeah. And Larry and Cheryl kind of talk about this for, for a little while here, how... Um, you know, sometimes it happens with pants, but these ones, it seems like it's happening even more than than you would expect. It really looks uh, like a pants tent. It, it really does. <laughs> and that's sort of, that's the opening there. But then we, we set up a little bit. Um, Larry wants to go to the movies. And he, yeah. he asked Cheryl if she wants to go to the movies. And she's like, you know what I do on Monday nights. And he's like, take a bath? 
And <laughs> she's like, I have yoga on Monday nights. Yeah. Can you skip it? Um, but uh, so he's kind of set on seeing this uh, new Dustin Hoffman movie. Uh-huh. And um, he he decides to call up his friend Richard Lewis. Yeah, because Cheryl was like, why don't you just go alone? He's like, no, I'm going to call Richard Lewis. There so he go. calls him up to see and if he wants to go with him. And it's an awkward, uh, there's a there's a one-sided phone conversation. We just see Larry on this uh, talking. And we were yeah. actually watching the uh, DVD commentary of this. Okay. And you know they were talking about, they were all commending Larry for his uh, good one-sided phone call uh, skills. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. He's, there's no one on the other end. There's no dialogue that he's supposed to be <laughs> right. responding to. He's just making it up as he goes. Larry, by the way, was very um, modest during the uh, during the commentary. Yeah, he, you he can really... tell he's uncomfortable talking about his uh, his own celebrity, which actually comes up in this episode. It does. On. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, awkward situation there where Richard Lewis is actually going to that movie at mm-hmm. the same time, but with his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And so Larry's like, well, okay, I think, you know, I think I'm going to go. Yeah. Uh, maybe a, I'll see you there. It's a new girlfriend. It's a new Richard girlfriend. Lewis's, which um, that's kind of a recurring theme, I think, too, throughout the series is Richard Lewis always has a oh, new yeah. girlfriend. We mentioned Andrea Savage from I'm Sorry. Oh, yeah. She is, at one point plays his, yeah. his girlfriend. But yeah, he uh, he dates around a lot. Um in this pilot episode, Larry and Cheryl have not yet met Richard Lewis's new girlfriend that he's going out with, but they have plans to meet her like this upcoming Saturday night. Yeah. They're all going to dinner. That's awkward when you like see somebody you know out somewhere and it's like, am I supposed to, should I be hanging out with them right uh-huh. now or do I just keep doing what I'm doing? Now this they called ahead of time, so he could have mm-hmm. just, he could have went and then maybe like sat with them or something like that. He doesn't yeah. quite do that, but it's kind of like if like you like a go, little offended that Richard Lewis doesn't invite him to come with him. Right, but he's going on a date but, with his um, new girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's what Cheryl tells him. Like, he's going on a date. Why would you want to be invited along? Right. That? Yeah. It is weird though. Like, it's kind of like when you see, it's not exactly the same, but like if you go to a restaurant and you like see your friends at that restaurant and it's uh-huh. like, do I... Am I supposed to like sit, sit with them? Yeah. Like they they just sat down. We had that one time where we were sitting at a table like directly next to some of our neighbors, and oh, which was nice. Was, we ended up yeah, having we had dinner with them in a way. Them, but it was but it was like, do we awkward. turn and start talking to them, yeah. or do we just say we had hello? Met them, like once, yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> it's awkward. Or we sat. I've sat at like the bar one time at, at a restaurant, and like mm-hmm. one of my coworkers sat down next mm-hmm. to me and was like, "Oh my gosh, hi, how are you?" And yeah. it's like, do I? keep this conversation up yeah because it's like you're sort of having dinner with that person but not really that's tricky yeah you're just both having dinner there and this show similar to seinfeld it kind of it it explores those social uh those gray areas of social interaction Uh uh Um, although we'll find that larry does not navigate those very well or at least the people around him are very aggressive about it yeah and he's um Maybe less concerned with appearances than uh, Jerry Seinfeld. I think is. so. Yeah. Yeah, he's more of um, just kind of a do what he wants without caring about what other people think. Right. <laughs> so um, to move along in the episode here, after Larry gets off the phone with Richard Lewis, he you know he talks to Cheryl, and kind of explains what's going on. Uh, but then the phone rings again, and Larry picks it up but he hands it off to cheryl uh again this is the year 2000 so these are home phones yeah landlines if you will mm-hmm. and uh cheryl answers and it's her friend um what's her friend's nancy. name nancy nancy mm-hmm. and uh nancy um it's just i think she needed something to do that night like she was looking like to do something to hang out we're we're only hearing cheryl's under the conversation that's right but... that's right and uh 
she Cheryl suggests that she goes to this movie with Larry. Yeah, and we see Larry. Meanwhile, it's like no, of like, no, no, I don't want don't that. Don't do that. Yeah, what are you doing? Because, I mean, this is a very awkward suggestion of Cheryl, right? That's I mean, real weird. If I was like, how would you feel if I like made you go to the movies with one of my friends? I mean, I would. I would love to go to the movies with one of your friends, but I would love for you to be there also. Yeah. And uh, for it to be, because I mean, Larry probably is either looking to just go to this movie by himself or mm-hmm. just stay home. I would yeah. probably yeah. just rather stay home than be forced upon one of your friends to go to yeah. the movies. It's uh, an awkward situation. It's an awkward situation, mm-hmm. especially if you were just doing something else. It's like, no, yeah. let's just do it. Wait till we're all hanging out. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh Larry, you know, then Cheryl kind of shoves the phone in Larry's face and Larry is talking to her now and he has, he has agreed to go to the movies with her. Yeah. Um, a little awkward. Yeah. A little awkward. Um, and so that's kind of the end of uh, that scene. There's a few things about this house that they're living in, though. Oh yeah, let's talk a little bit about this. So because it changes later on the yeah. house. Although one one thing in the commentary too, they mentioned that they're like, oh yeah, this is the first house. Um, you know, nobody was living in this house when we shot the first season, mm-hmm. but then people moved in, so we had mm-hmm. to uh, go to another house. Yeah, so they're only in this actual house for the first season yeah and you notice it's similar to another show that we covered on a different episode the house is actually pretty similar to the the house on uh, the pilot episode of keeping up with the kardashians and that it seems like a much more modest house than you would expect this character to be living in i mean not that it's like a crappy house or anything but it's just not like super extravagant for the guy who created seinfeld yeah it looks pretty much just like a normal normal house. house and i wonder if that's just you know, because it's the year 2000, too, and yeah. houses were different, I guess. Yeah, but eventually, um, you know, I think when we were listening to that commentary, they say um, Larry's had two other houses since then. Yeah. But I don't know when that commentary was recorded. I think that they commentary is probably from, like, 03 or 04, maybe. Yeah, because yeah. it's been, like, 17, 17 years between the first season of curb and the most recent season of right curb. So yeah they've been in a lot of houses they have been and, in a um, lot of houses. they have gotten more extravagant not i don't think they ever got like obscenely obs- extravagant or no. anything but yeah it is just kind of interesting to watch like the guy who created seinfeld living in just like super normal looking house that's true although and, i listened uh, to an interview with uh julia louis dreyfus who plays elaine on seinfeld uh-huh. and she mentioned that she's lived in the same house for the past like 25 years or oh, something yeah, like that. Oh, yeah, that was on uh, Armchair Expert when she was on there. Dr. Yeah. Shepard's podcast. And she, uh-huh. you know, said it's kind of, it's mod, it's not like super modest, but it's, you know, modest by Hollywood standards house, yeah. and stuff like uh-huh. that. Yeah. Um, you know, another thing, too, about the um, the set there is uh-huh. that they, t- they mentioned in the commentary uh, when they were dressing, I guess, this, the set, uh-huh. um, they were saying, if you've got kids, you know, the people building the set or whatever, mm-hmm. if you've got kids, uh, there's going to need to be stuff on this refrigerator. Right. And um, and Larry, again, has kids in real life. And he was uh-huh. like, he just said like, oh, I don't want to put stuff in the refrigerator. We'll just, we won't have kids then. Yeah, so that's <laughs> how the decision was made that his character wouldn't have kids, which is a departure from his real life and from the the special that we mentioned Right, earlier. yeah. And that's such a huge, <laughs> that's so funny like that's such a that's, huge decision. That was 
the thing that made him decide that. Right. I wonder if he was thinking like this is going to be a long-term show or it's just yeah. like I'm just doing this for a little while. It's and, so funny. But yeah. it's hard to imagine him having kids on the show. Right. So but again, he's got kids. Totally How many kids different. does he have? I know he's he has got two kids in real two life. kids. Yeah. Uh, one of them is that Kazzy David, which I follow on Instagram, by the way. Oh, okay. And um, it's a celebrity crush, if you will. Oh, interesting. I've mentioned does that she, before. Does she look like Larry David? I... I maybe did that I, ruin your crush? I don't you know. Ask you that question. I'm not sure. And she's got like a show, or she's in development for a show. I think for Amazon, um, huh. and she has some other like web series types of things too. So yeah. Anyway, interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and um, so, uh, but back to the show. Um, okay. The next scene. Larry is driving to the movies, mm -hmm. and he's on his cell phone hooked up uh, at a, in his car, like a speakerphone kind of situation. Uh -huh. It feels very much like a Bluetooth of today in a way. Yeah, so I guess that's kind of an indication of the character's like wealth and status, because I don't think a lot of people had like yeah that car that looks kind of nice for two thousand right. Yeah. Whereas you know his house we just talked about how that looks kind of modest, but yeah he is talking on this Bluetooth type car phone thing yeah and uh yeah. he calls uh jeff his his manager mm -hmm. and um mm -hmm. that's played by jeff garland and um they're... he's also on a car phone jeff is also talking to larry on yeah a car phone. and he jeff asked larry if um he wants to go golfing this weekend and um larry says uh i'll have to ask hitler yeah, sort of. referring to his wife. Right. Uh -huh. And then we hear in the in the background on Jeff's end, we hear Jeff's parents that are like, Hitler? Hitler? Hitler. <laughs> and they are horrified and shocked. Horrified. And uh, Larry is like, give me off a speakerphone. What are you doing? Give me off a speakerphone. Yeah, he's like, who's in there? And, and uh, Jeff is just like, oh, it's my parents. They're just in town. And they're very angry about this. Very this angry. is, and you know, he gets them off a of speakerphone, but this is, they're very angry. And that's, I think that's, um, Larry gets angry too. Yeah, he's uh, angry that um, he didn't know that other people were in the car with Jeff. He thought he was having just a private conversation. And this is an understandable type of thing. Yeah. Uh, anytime I am in the car, and you might even notice this, anytime uh -huh. I like call my mom when we're in the car, it's always uh -huh. like, Hey, I'm in the car with Gia and uh, and the baby. I know, I've noticed that. Yeah, I don't want her to get on and just be like, you know. I hate Gia. I hate Gia. I hate the baby. <laughs> <laughs> you just cracked yourself up with that. I, I did. I hate the baby. <laughs> oh, that would be very concerning that if she said be. that. I would not would like be. that at all. Uh, but yeah, if you're on speakerphone, you got to let people know. Yeah. yeah. Oh my mm -hmm. gosh. Um, and so yeah. anyway, um, the next scene, we are at the movies now. Larry has gone to the movies. The movie that he's going to see, a Dustin Hoffman movie, not a real mm -hmm. movie. Yeah. Um, you we see it on the marquee. It's big on the marquee in the little like in-between scene, which yeah. is weird. That's not really how movies are displayed in that kind of way necessarily. Right. Unless it's a Unless I guess it's, it's a, a big, big theater. movie. Very small theater, very big yeah. movie. Um, the movie title is Hard Nut to Crack. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's silly. Uh -huh. Um and um Larry uh goes to the theater. Um mm -hmm. Nancy, Cheryl's friend, is already there. Mm -hmm. Um this is played by Robin Ruzan. Uh -huh. And uh which Who was at the uh, time was married to Mike Myers. There you go. Comedian. Yeah. Right. And uh Larry spots Nancy and needs to make his way over to her, but there's there's a woman uh, you know, on the aisle seat, I guess, that he mm -hmm. needs to get by and uh 
you recognize this woman. She's been in, a, yeah, in other things. Yeah. So in in real life, this woman, the actress is named uh, Sophia Milos. Who does not have an Instagram as far as I can tell. Just uh, FYI. I, <laughs> I, I looked. Okay. I checked it out. <laughs> so apparently she played a, like a crime boss on The Sopranos. I think she's also been in like CSI or NCIS or one of those crime shows that I haven't watched. Sorry. Um, but the thing I recognized her from is um, she's she plays the sexy Italian woman that Chandler dates on Friends um, in the episode where um, Chandler meets this girl who already has a husband and a boyfriend. So she um, imagines her relationship with Chandler will be, uh, I guess, mainly sexual, she says. And Chandler is uh, very excited by that prospect. <laughs> um, so that's kind of a... a a very uh, iconic episode of Friends. There you go. Uh-huh. But so it's that actress um, whose name um, in real life is Sophia and also in the show is named Sophia. And that's kind of a recurring um, theme, I guess, on Curb is that actors often play, even if they're not playing versions of themselves, they often have the same like first name. There I guess you go. it's just easier when you're improving. I to suppose have your so. real name. It's a thing they do a lot in um like indie movies and things yeah. like that. I remember yeah. hearing that on some podcast sometime and they do it on certain shows, you know, too. Yeah. And um anyways, Larry gets into an argument with this woman. Of course. She, he because, asked her um, to scoop. If you've scoop ever back. seen Curb, Larry gets into an argument <laughs> with everyone all yes. the time. <laughs> um and he, you know, he needs to get by her and uh she doesn't really she kind of sighs when he's like asked for yeah. her to scoot back a little bit. Yeah. And she doesn't um, really move at all. And they have an exchange and um she accuses him of looking at her breasts. Yeah. <laughs> and Larry's like, "Oh, you have such special breasts or something." <laughs> something like that really dismissive. He he's not looking at her breasts. He's really just annoyed with her and wants to get past her. That is quite the um quite the comeback there i don't know what i would do if somebody accused me of looking at their breasts i definitely yeah. wouldn't say oh your breasts oh it's a special breast yeah. i would be like oh my god i'm so sorry no yeah. i was not i'm so sorry yeah which i think is what she was like expecting right. is like uh, oh she would just like trump him with that and like kind of shut him down but he just doesn't care oh, and man. um is not going to be busted by her well he finally gets by her and he goes and sits down uh next to nancy and she saw the whole altercation and she kind of comforts him a little bit and and in comforting him she starts to rub his arm yeah which is, which is a, a little, little weird. weird a little yeah. weird but um as she's rubbing his arm she notices the pants tent the pants tent she but looks down um it's very clear she does not think that it is a bunch up yeah she doesn't, she even, doesn't think it's just material she thinks that you know her rubbing his arm has caused some excitement some excitement yeah 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 so it's a little bit awkward it's awkward no. and then the movie starts and they're yeah. just sitting there yeah and oh, larry man. notices her noticing it and um yeah everybody just feels awkward that's about an it. awkward movie mm -hmm. sitting there watching dustin hoffman cracking hard For nuts sure. and Larry again doesn't even want to be there to begin with no. with Nancy, but he did yeah. want to see the movie, so he did. You know, yeah. so it's uh, not a lose lose. I've never gone to the movies by myself. That I've been... gone by myself yeah. a few times yeah. when I was like I was living in New York for a little while. What um, were some good movies that you saw? You said I have to go to the theater, oh, watch a movie by myself. I saw terrible movies. This is before Netflix was I like saw... a thing. I saw the backup plan starring Jennifer Lopez by okay, myself. Okay, that's where she's terrible. pregnant and then meets a guy or something. Yeah, it was All awful. Right, not and good. then the other thing I think I saw was um, 
Valentine's Day. Oh, you saw that in theaters? Yeah, it was awful. I feel like Just, I thought you saw Letters to Juliet. Did you also see that? I did see that. I don't know if I saw that by myself. I didn't see it with you. I might have seen it with like my mom. <laughs> oh, I might okay. have seen it with like my mom and your mom. Oh, Who that's knows? possible. Who knows? But, yeah, the two movies I saw by myself when I was living in New York and had nothing else to do were, were The Backup Plan and uh, Valentine's Day, both of which were terrible. And I remember sitting there like all alone and being like so sad that there was no one sitting next to me that I could even like joke about how bad the movie was well i thank you for seeing those without me yeah yeah i'll bet you do (laughs) um all right so the next scene is outside of the theater Mm -hmm. and uh larry and nancy are out there and they're talking to richard lewis oh you know what i didn't mention this oh yeah i know (laughs) richard lewis back up a little bit backing it up a little bit before the movie starts, Larry notices Richard Lewis coming in and he sits down next to Sophia because that yeah. is Richard Lewis's new girlfriend. Of course it is. Oh, of course that's it is. Awkward. That's also, we mentioned how Richard Lewis kind of has like a new uh, girlfriend in every episode. And it also always seems to happen that Larry ends up like having an issue with that girlfriend or having uh, some kind of mishap with them. Yes. Yeah. Um, so now that they're all outside of the theater, um, it's very awkward because we got a few things going on here. Mm-hmm. We've got Nancy who has thought that she has aroused Larry. Uh-huh. We've got Sophia who is angry with Larry. Uh-huh. Larry who's angry with Sophia and Richard Lewis who's kind of oblivious to oblivious, all of this. Oblivious, yeah. And, uh, and it's awkward um, and uncomfortable. Richard wants to go out for cappuccinos. Larry says it's yeah, late. Which I think go. is another, another like indication of the sort of like wealth and class of these people you never go for that, coffee after a movie i would go no, for no, coffee no. i would go for coffee i wouldn't go for cappuccino oh my gosh it's the year 2000 use, use of the word cappuccino to me was very douchey I'm well that's a, it's a it's probably more of a time period thing people were always maybe. getting cappuccinos in the 90s maybe okay I, all right maybe. yeah nobody gets a ca- i don't even know what a cappuccino is the only place i've ever gotten really a cappuccino know. is at a gas station <laughs> okay. you know, when you want the fancy drink that's like not quite hot chocolate not quite coffee yeah is so, that what a cappuccino is that sounds like a mocha i don't, I don't know. really know but um you know what's also awkward here is that larry's with a woman that is not his wife which yeah, yeah. it's cool they know that but it's it's weird it's, it's uncomfortable weird because like um richard well so larry says like i don't want to go out for coffee for cappuccinos because i'll be up until like five in the morning if i have a coffee right now mm-hmm. and richard loses like well you could just have decaf and larry's like no i don't want to i don't want to go out he doesn't want to go out of course because he like for one is not happy to be out with nancy at all that's weird but also he doesn't want to hang out with richard lewis's new girlfriend that he just got in the fight with right yeah and then um so but Larry and Cheryl had had like standing plans to go out with Richard and meet his uh, his new girlfriend this coming Saturday night. Not going to happen. Now. Not going to happen. Larry does not want to ever see this woman again. Um, but Richard Lewis doesn't know that. And he but he um, is telling his girlfriend, oh, we're going to go out with Larry to meet his wife on Saturday. And you just kind of see her make a weird <laughs> face because he is sitting. She is assuming that the woman that Larry is with at the moment is his wife. Yeah. But it's not his wife. Which so is, that's a weird situation, It is a too. weird situation. Right? But people can go out with people that are not their wives, can't they? I don't know. I guess, but it's It can happen. I, I feel like, did I... I feel like I went to a concert one time with your friend Susanna, maybe? I think you did. I had I won think, some like, tickets and you were like, at work. I was at work yeah. and you guys went together and it was... And I've but hung out guys, with your sister before. But you guys before. have hung out 
like a lot of times. Oh, that's true. Yeah, like, it wasn't like a hung out together. A the lot. only time I've ever. Yeah, know. and uh, you've hung out with my sister right. just one on one, but go. we've also all hung out as a group a lot. Of, I yeah. kind of get the sense that I, Larry doesn't know this woman super well. Yeah, and I feel like if I ran into somebody that didn't know the other person, and they'd be mm-hmm. like, "Oh my gosh, Mike is out with someone that is not his wife. Who right. is this?" The other right. day. Um, I don't remember if I told you this or not, but I was at Kroger doing some mm-hmm. Kroger and doing some shopping mm-hmm. and um, I ran into one of my mom's friends, oh. her friend Mana, very, oh. very married. I know Mana. Oh, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Married, mm-hmm. deeply religious. Mm-hmm. Anyways, she was there. So I shouldn't be worried. Don't be worried. But <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. No, no. I wasn't with Mana. <laughs> okay. Mana was with a man. Okay. And I was like, I just kind of saw her. I was like, well, I'm going to stop and say hi and talk to her for a second. She's there. There's this man there. The man is like grabbing something off of the shelf. Uh-huh. And I'm talking to her for a minute. The man's still kind of standing there. And then she's just like, she's like, oh, th- this man is helping me get this thing off from this shelf right here. Uh-oh. Like she had to clarify, <laughs> like, I'm not at Kroger. That's what with you have to do. You have to do if that. You're like with somebody who's not your spouse. You have to. You have to tell them who this person is, even happening. if this person is another stranger that yeah. you just happen to ask to get something off the shelf and yeah. now is awkwardly standing there next to you because yeah. I'm there talking to you. Because otherwise, was, you're in like a comedy of errors territory. Oh, it right? is. Okay. It's it's you mix-ups and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> you always got to tell people. Yeah. Yeah. Got to make it clear. Gotta make it clear. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, next scene, we are back at the David household, Mm -hmm. the Larry David household, uh, in the bedroom there. Cheryl's in in bed reading. When Larry gets home, she asks how the movie was. Mm -hmm. Gia, how was that movie? Well, I think Larry says it was not bad, but then he's got a a lot of kind of bad news to break to Cheryl. And we also kind of get the sense that Cheryl is used to hearing bad news from Larry. The bad news just being kind of how Larry's day-to-day interactions with people go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But uh, so the first thing that he tells Cheryl is that um, I think your friend Nancy thinks she got me aroused. And so then he kind of goes into detail about the whole pants tent incident and um, that kind of misunderstanding there, which, of course, um, you know, Cheryl and Larry had had that conversation earlier. So she knows about she knows about the pants, although she she does ask for clarification. Like she says, like, but she didn't get you aroused, though, right? Larry's like, no, no, she didn't. Yeah. And um, so they talk about that for a while. And then uh, the next thing that. Larry has to tell Cheryl is uh, we're not going out with Richard Lewis and his girlfriend. That's out. So <laughs> so there go their plans for Saturday. And uh, um, and then the last thing, too, is that Cheryl mentions that um, Jeff left a message on their machine and he just basically said, I'm sorry, but didn't uh-huh. explain what for. Yeah. And she asked Larry if he had any idea what that was. Now, obviously, she's re- Jeff was referring to the fact that uh, – Larry called her Hitler. Yes. And his parents got upset. Uh-huh. Right. Um, and uh, so Larry cannot tell her the truth in no, this circumstance. He, he was telling the truth in the, about the last two things. Right. The, um, the, the fight pants in the pants thing tent. And the fight with Richard Lewis's girlfriend. But you gotta, you can't tell the truth here that no. you're calling your wife Hitler. Yeah. And so uh, he says, no, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know I don't what know that means. I don't know why he was saying, I'm sorry. Yeah. And um, when we were watching the, uh, the pilot episode with commentary on the DVD. Um, Cheryl Hines was saying that um, back when they were filming the first season, when she would get the um, 
they weren't even scripts they're just outlines but she would she would not even get the outline for the whole episode she would just kind of get it for the scene so when larry would lie to her when his character would lie to her she didn't even know if he was lying or not she never knew whether or not he was telling her the truth that's cool that's That's so funny that's a really cool way of doing a show (laughs) yeah yeah man so he is lying to her right here but she doesn't know she doesn't know it (laughs) um next scene uh starts off real fun now we're in jeff's office uh mm-hmm. again jeff is the uh manager of uh of larry <laughs> it starts off larry's on the phone and he's mm-hmm. like babbling some weird nonsense he's yeah. like oh <laughs> oh it took us a little bit to try to figure it out i think that he's because he's on hold uh-huh. uh, he's either just making weird sounds or he's singing the hold music i think he's singing yeah. the hold music i think that makes sense he's Coming along with that, yeah. Yeah, he eventually mm-hmm. just hangs up and tells him he's he'll call back later on. Yeah, um, was he trying to call Richard Lewis? Was I'm, he trying to oh, call? Oh, maybe. Yeah, I think maybe. I'm not sure, um, but uh, he tells Jeff, "Hey, it was it was really uncool of you to leave that I'm sorry message on my phone because now Cheryl wants to know why he's sorry." Mm-hmm. And uh, meanwhile, Jeff is writing an apology letter to uh, Kathy Griffin. The the comedian Kathy Griffin. That's yeah. She's a character on the show, but also a real life person, Kathy Griffin. She plays herself. Uh huh. And um, Larry kind of asks, you know, why he's writing this apology letter. What did he do? And Jeff is like, we did nothing to each other, but every week I end up writing an, her an apology letter. <laughs> I don't totally get that. It's funny. I don't totally get why. I mean, I'm assuming he's she's also in his you know agency or whatever man. i think so and jerry's so. <laughs> or larry's like what a job you have yeah <laughs> that this is what you have to do yeah. kathy griffin what was her level of fame in like 2000 she was on suddenly susan right oh yeah she was on suddenly with susan Brooke shields. with Brooke shields was she um, doing other stuff was she in movies and all the, she might the thing that i was mainly um familiar with her for at that time was that she was on seinfeld she was in a few episodes of seinfeld. oh was she yeah okay. she played like another stand-up comedian that jerry found annoying oh yeah yeah he, i remember like, that yeah. yeah yeah hey there you go uh-huh kathy griffin yeah um and uh the next thing that we see there is, uh, well, they have to devise a plan. Larry and Jeff have to devise a plan of explaining why he said, I'm sorry. On yeah. The phone. What is Larry going to tell Cheryl when she asks him right. again? Which, why was Jeff apologizing? They could have done anything very simple, uh-huh, but it's yeah. a, they make it complicated. They I do. think they make it complicated. Yeah. Yeah. They, so yeah. Uh, Larry, when he, um, when Jeff mentions he's writing that apology letter to Kathy Griffin, Larry's like, Oh, well, that's what we'll tell Cheryl is that Kathy Griffin contacted you about um, asking if I would want to write a pilot for her. And you told her that I wasn't available without consulting me. There you go. So that's what you're calling to apologize for. Boom. Done. Yeah. yeah. Did it. And they're like, okay, that's that's what they agree upon. All right. Now, here's your issue here. I'm going to try to analyze this a little bit. Mm -hmm. Anytime you are devising a cover up. Mm-hmm. For a lie of some sort, mm-hmm. you do not involve a, an unknown third party. You don't oh, yeah. bring in someone else who's not a part of the no, lie. No, no, no. That's insane. So we see right from the start that this is going to come back to bite Larry in the butt, right? Oh, yeah. We know that this is coming. You Especially if you've ever seen an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm before. Right. You know that that's where this is going. Yes. Yeah. Um, And uh, you know what I was thinking about, too, just now? I was thinking about 
because you said if you'd ever seen an episode before, it's like, well, mm-hmm. nobody had. It's the first episode. But there right. was also that special. There's a mm-hmm. scene in that special where Larry is uh, out jogging with uh, another woman, or, or not jogging, but he's just walking oh, yeah. through Central Park with another woman, and uh-huh. and she's like a beautiful woman. Yeah, I think <laughs> she's like the girlfriend. She's like a mistress of one of his I think, friends. I think so. it's maybe a Jeff. Jeff's. I think Jeff has yeah. a mistress when he goes to New York. Uh-huh. And um, anyway, they run into one of Cheryl's friends who happens uh-huh. to be in New York. And she's like jogging through Central uh-huh. Park. And I don't know if he ever explains who the woman is. I can't remember. Yeah. But that similar concept yeah, is, yeah, is brought yeah. up there. So that's that's kind of cool. That's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, they... oh. After they go through that whole lie thing that they're going to devise there, Jeff explains to Larry that, um, you know, his parents are really upset about this Hitler comment that he Mm -hmm. made. And he explains that uh, he had a gay cousin who escaped Nazi Germany. And that's why his parents were so sensitive uh, to that Hitler joke. And Mm -hmm. uh, Larry, of course, very sensitive as well, um, says uh, (laughs) a gay Jew in Nazi Germany. He must have had a hard time. What a combo. Uh, <laughs> and um, anyway, Jeff asked Larry to do him a favor, come and apologize to his parents. His dad wants him to uh, drop him as a cl- drop Larry as a client. So mm-hmm. he's really, you know, insisting that he uh, apologizes. Yeah, and Larry's really not happy about this. He does not want to go and apologize, he but really um, doesn't. he does care about Jeff and about this relationship. So he kind of agrees to go do this. Yeah. One thing I'm noticing too, as we're going through this episode, is that. Um, there's kind of a lot of different plots going on here. Mm -hmm. And one thing that's unique about Curb is these episodes are like close to a solid half hour. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of comedies are over in like 22 minutes, but like they're close to a solid half hour. There's There's a lot going on here. There's no commercials. Yeah, there's no commercials. So yeah, yeah, we got like a full, like I think the episode's like 28 minutes or something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, And uh, anyway, also um they talk about going to a restaurant uh mama's boy larry and jeff talk about this restaurant called mama's boy and uh larry asked jeff if he's been to that restaurant supposed to be good he was going on saturday with richard lewis and his girlfriend but those plans fell through and jeff says he should take his parents there uh while they're in town so Mm -hmm. we kind of set it up that jeff is going to go check out this restaurant and it sounds like larry's also maybe going to go to the restaurant maybe not richard Mm -hmm. lewis the plans fell through Mm -hmm. mama's boy is a fun name for the restaurant yeah (laughs) they talk about it on the commentary they're like where'd you come up with that and larry's just like "Mm, just kind of thought of it (laughs) so um next scene uh larry is in Larry's office, mm-hmm. and um, we see in his office, kind of behind the receptionist there, he's got a um, Sour Grapes poster. Yeah. Sour Grapes is a movie that Larry David uh, wrote. I don't know if he directed it. I can't remember. He wrote and directed it. Uh-huh. And yeah. it came out in 1998 after Seinfeld, but before Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, and I think it did not get good reviews. It was like pretty much panned although we watched a trailer for it in preparation for this episode of our podcast and it looks like a movie that we would think is hilarious there's one part in the trailer that it i think they do this same line somewhere i'm not sure but there's um there's like an old couple Mm -hmm. and like a i think it's a police officer that goes to their door in the trailer Mm -hmm. and uh i don't remember exactly what it was but they say something like the officer's like can you Tell me what the what the suspect looked like, and they're like, "Oh!" And it was a black police officer, <laughs> and they're like, "Ah!" Oh, and they're really awkward about it, and they're like, "He might have been. He happened to be a black person," <laughs> and that feels like something that like Larry David does right, that way right, of right. speech. There, it seemed um, like from the trailer we could tell it was very much a Seinfeld, Curb Your Enthusiasm type of yeah. uh, 
sense of humor. Yeah, because this movie, as far as we know, is critically panned. And yeah, uh, I'm looking to check it out. I'm thinking about renting it on Amazon. My feeling after watching the the uh, trailer is that it was just ahead of its time, and that if it were to come out right now, it would be like. Oh, this is a hilarious movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't come know, out in theaters because its comedies don't really come out like that. Yeah. But, but I'm excited to watch it. I, I am too. We're going to watch it soon. We are. Yeah. Um, and so, anyway, uh, Larry asks his secretary if Larry, Richard Lewis is called. Um, she says yes, and uh, he's coming over. Um, also, Larry returns a phone call from his wife and tells him that tells her that uh, Kathy Griffin story. So, uh-huh. we got that lie worked out with covered Jeff. up. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, Richard Lewis arrives then, uh-huh. and Richard Lewis is pretty worked up here. Really distraught. He says, I've never been married, and I think I'm in love, and I think you might have ruined this for me about his uh, relationship with Sophia. Yeah. Well, because does Sophia tell him Yeah, then? Yeah, because yeah. he didn't know about any of that uh, fight that Larry got in with her um, when they were at the movie. So she has since told him her side of the story. Mm-hmm. And so um, Larry and Richard... Richard Lewis kind of fight about that, about that fight, about who was in the wrong, whether it was Larry or uh, Richard's girlfriend. And um, also Richard Lewis is accusing Larry of looking at his girlfriend's breasts. And Larry says, they're not breasts. They're just big chemical balls, okay? Yeah. Implying that they're fake. Yeah. And again, we get the sense that Larry had no sort of sexual interest in this woman. He just finds her obnoxious and terrible right and i believe it i, I, I think yeah, i think I a, if a too. woman seems very terrible i could see just you know yeah because she, not, she yeah. is a very attractive woman the oh, actress yeah. she's Saudi. very attractive I, yeah I, tell you. I, looked, but, I looked her up on instagram i tried to find, I couldn't find her <laughs> yeah but we do get the sense that larry could not care less about that and right. is really not into her at all yeah <laughs> hates her um richard uh-huh. lewis says that um he's known sophia for six weeks and they've <laughs> they've already had intercourse <laughs> yeah that's how he phrases it yes and he uh also mentions twice that that she speaks seven languages yeah and, uh, which uh fun fact when i looked at that actress uh sophia what's her name sophia morel milos i think milos sophia milos when i looked her up on wikipedia the way her wikipedia page mentions that she speaks seven languages. do we think she really speaks seven languages though or do you I think, think so. somebody changed it because she's on that episode and that's like a big line from the episode i was thinking it was probably like part of her resume or something and they decided to incorporate is there a citation on there or is there a little wikipedia citation needed all right we're gonna research that and figure that out and and if you the listener know i was kind of thinking they kind of saw that like on her resume or something and decided to like incorporate it into richard lewis's um, monologue about how why he likes her so much oh gosh now i need to know i gotta know more about this (laughs) yeah Um, it's funny (laughs) and uh anyway after that intercourse line too uh larry says congratulations on the intercourse yeah we were watching this earlier today and i paused it at that moment just for an unrelated reason Uh and um and if just on the screen you just see Larry with a with a little grin on his face. <laughs> uh, Richard just very upset, very angry, um, mm-hmm. with his big kind of nineteen eighties hair. He's got uh-huh. quite a quite a look to him, uh-huh. and it just says congratulations on the intercourse on the screen because we watched Great the captions screenshot. on. Oh uh-huh. man excellent screenshot there <laughs> um anyway richard lewis asked larry to apologize to sophia on saturday night and larry says there's no way they're having dinner um and uh richard yeah. says our relationship so, is at stake right now you better call me tonight by sundown yeah and that relationship he's referring to is 
his relationship with Larry, I think. Yeah, not, I think so, yeah. Not Richard's relationship with Sophia. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Uh well it could be. I guess it could be either way. Uh-huh. But <laughs> that line, uh, Larry gets a kick out of Richard saying, Call me by sundown. Yeah. Like what's gonna happen if I don't call you by sundown? <laughs> <That's> so funny. <laughs> I is. wonder if that's like something that comes out just in improv. Because you get like when we watch movies that have like Vince Vaughn in them, for example, um, and you you know those lines that are just like improv, like mm-hmm. on Wedding Crashers, mm-hmm. and you get those best lines there. I yeah. wonder if like by sundown, I mean, who's gonna write that in a script? Right. I, I, you know, it's so good. It's oh. great, <laughs> and it's uh, I guess probably indicative of their actual relationship because when we were watching the episode with commentary, and Larry David was talking about his relationship with Richard Lewis, who he says he's known since they went to camp together when they were thirteen. He said um, it's like. 90% of them fighting, right? They're like... I think so, They yeah. fight most of the time. Like competitive. But they, but they are friends. Yeah. So I, I guess this is kind of true to life for him. I think with so. With Richard Lewis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, next scene. Uh, we're at Jeff's house now. Jeff's mm-hmm. house, much nicer than Larry's. Yeah. It's fancy. I was kind of shocked by how much nicer and yeah. fancier it was than, uh, than Larry's, given that Larry created Seinfeld. Right, but, you know, Jeff's his manager and, you yeah. know, that kind of thing. But yeah. his house will change throughout the series, too. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, anyway, um, we see, well, we see Jeff's wife, Susie, talking to her friends from, uh-huh. from Mommy and Me. What Pretty is that? Brief. I don't even remember what the... What Mommy and Me is like, it's, it's like a group. It's like a mom and baby meetup group kind of thing. Is that a real thing? Is yeah, it, it's a oh. real thing. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Larry says, hi, mommies. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but uh, Larry's there to apologize to Jeff's parents, mm-hmm. and uh, Jeff says uh, he would have he would have told Larry it was the wrong thing to do had they not had had they not been there. Jeff's it's Jeff the is like, yeah, this is the wrong thing to say. That's what you he's never saying say in front of his parents, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, his parents. I feel like they overreact on all this. They really They're seem like, to. This was rotten. It was rotten. I don't they have the actors' names that. for the parents, but I think they said in the commentary that the. I think it was the guy, um, uh-huh. the dad, was one of the original like Second, Second City, City members. Uh-huh. Um, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, they're funny. Yeah, um, yeah, but they're very over. They're like you're. They're basically saying you're the worst person ever for yeah. saying this, uh-huh. and you need to get your life on track. Yeah. So they eventually forgive Larry after he apologizes, but yeah, they are telling him that he needs to pull himself together. <laughs> and so look, there you go. Larry has now. He's got that lie figured out with uh-huh. with Cheryl. Uh-huh. Um, he hasn't clarified the pants tense stuff necessarily. No. Um, he's still kind of working on his relationship with Richard Lewis. He's not calling him by sundown. No. Uh, but he has now repaired things with Jeff and his parents. Yes. Except. Yeah. Except. Um, <laughs> the next thing that happens. Yeah. So after uh, Larry apologizes to Jeff's parents, uh, Susie, Jeff's wife, comes in. Um, this is pretty much all we see of well we see her a little bit more later on but we don't see a ton of Susie in this episode mm-hmm. um and we don't see her at her best which is when she's yelling at Larry she doesn't really yell at Larry in this episode right but uh she comes in and she says uh Sammy is asleep with his arm around Sarah and it's so cute and everybody should come look so she's like clearly talking about the the kids uh, her and Jeff's kids, um, which is interesting because first of all, she's saying Sammy has his arm around Sarah, implying that there are two kids. Um, whereas later on in the series, we'll see that Jeff and Susie only have one kid, 
which is Sammy. Right. And that Sammy is a girl, not a boy, as is implied by this statement. So they kind of made a, a creative choice later on where they uh, had to redact this. Yeah, Larry says in the commentary that, um, oh, we decided to change it to, change Sammy to a boy because it could go either way uh-huh. uh, or change it to a girl uh-huh. because we needed it for the joke that we were going to do for that episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so just another on the whim, like creating characters just yeah. for a particular joke. Yeah, um, uh-huh. I like it. Uh, yeah. But uh, Larry does not go and look at this cute yeah. Yeah. situation. So Susie's basically asking everybody come take a look at the, these cute kids who've fallen asleep with their arms around each other. And uh, Jeff and his parents all are eager to go up and see this. But Larry's like, I'm not going to go look. I'm going to take gonna off. Go I got he tells stuff Jeff to do. And, and Jeff seems fine with that. Yeah. yeah. You, uh, you pointed out when we were watching that, you said that seems like something I would do. I did. I said like Larry David, the character reminds me of you and in particular at this very part that seems like something you would do i think i would do it now that i have you know kids you think you would go up i would, would go up of course now that i have kids yes uh-huh. it's it's a beautiful thing kids are important i think if somebody <laughs> was like hey come look at my dog or something like that i would say no thank you uh, a cat though definitely you would go see a cat did yeah. i tell you too my the side note my mm-hmm. friend anthony mm-hmm. uh wanted to put me down as a reference so he can adopt a cat i don't know why yeah, that's a yeah, thing yeah, yeah. but it's a thing anyway he sent i said you need to send pics he sent pics they're mm-hmm. adorable he, oh, you didn't show me the pics. I know. I'll show you later. All right, good. Uh, and you know what he's going to name them? What? Bebop and Rocksteady. He got two cats? He's getting two. They're, they're brother and sister. They can't be separated. That's what he said, at least. You know Bebop and Rocksteady, right? Yeah, I know from uh, TMNT. Yeah. but um, TMNT. <laughs> uh, honestly, I'm a little annoyed right now because- We're uh, not getting two more cats? Well, because we didn't get two cats from the beginning when oh, we adopted our current cat, I like wanted to adopt. Well, our cat her was a uh, was a uh, was a boy no. uh, when we were gonna adopt uh, <laughs> him, but then when we went in to grab him to get him, it was it was a girl. She's or something. always been a girl, but they at first told us she was a boy. All right, yeah. this is a little you know sort of similar to the to the episode. Oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> she's trying yeah. to get on this podcast now. She was on the table a minute ago. Yeah. Oh she my was. gosh. Well, hey, let's keep going here though. Um, Larry does not go upstairs. He leaves anyway. He goes back to his house, and Cheryl has invited Nancy over to get this all out in the open here mm-hmm. to kind of get it out there. There was the no pants tent the situation. pants tent. It was no arousal. Um, Larry and Cheryl try to explain it was just the material on the pants, mm-hmm. and Nancy insists that he was aroused due to the rubbing on his arm um, and says it's fine, but she seems to want credit for it. Yeah, that's what it <laughs> seems like she's angling for. She wants uh, everybody to acknowledge that uh, she excited Larry. Right. Now, Cheryl was unaware of the rubbing of the arm. and Yeah, Larry sort of left that to, out yeah. of his uh, story when he first told Cheryl about this. Which, uh, you know, it's an, it's an unimportant detail, though, in my opinion. If that's yeah. not what caused it, let's not yeah. stir things up with that. But Cheryl yeah. starts to kind of doubt his story now, yeah. thinking maybe that arm rubbing did have something to do with it. Uh-huh. Anyway, Nancy gets very angry, but Larry also gets angry and says, I know my sources. <laughs> yeah. 
referring to the sources for his, you know, his tense. right? And uh, <laughs> he says, uh, "Sophia Loren was once once a source," uh, yeah. and he insists uh, this he wasn't aroused here. I think that part's funny. He's listing his sources, and Cheryl's like, "I'm not a source ever." Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, um, and, and he's like, "You're a source." Sometimes yeah. you're a source. Yeah. Uh, it all ends with everyone shouting. Cheryl's mad at Larry. Nancy uh-huh. storms out. It's, uh-huh. it's it's a whole lot, and then yeah. we lead into our final scene of the episode here. Uh-huh. Um, we're at Mama's Boy. Yeah. It's Saturday night, I think, probably. It's, yes. it's the evening. Yes. Um, Larry and Cheryl check in at the hostess stand for the reservation for four, but explain that the other couple can no longer make it. It's just a two yeah. now. The other couple, of course, were uh, Richard Lewis and his girlfriend, but Larry has decided he is not comfortable having dinner with them right. after as that fight. Yeah, and as mm-hmm. they're getting uh, ready, they notice that uh, Jeff is there. This is kind of similar to our opening scene because we were yeah. talking about that. Um, Jeff is there with his family, and it's and they go over and talk to them a little uh, bit. Um, and uh, again, the parents now, we, we learn the parents are upset again because uh, uh, Larry did not go up to see the baby to see Sammy or the yeah, kid. Yeah, that's the what kid. Jeff tells Larry. His parents are now upset again because uh, Larry didn't go up to see the kids. And Jeff says his parents were like, what kind of man doesn't come upstairs to look at another man's kid? Which is so funny to me. <laughs> it's so creepy <laughs> It's sounding. such a weird, weird quote there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, anyway, the hostess goes on to explain to uh, Larry they can't sit a table for two at a table for four because it wastes space. And they're like, but we were going to sit there anyways and we had reservations. It doesn't really make sense, lady. Um, yeah. But uh, anyway, um, Jeff invites them to uh, to sit to sit with them yeah that's after um like when the hostess is refusing to give them a table for two or seat the two of them at a table for four cheryl's like you should just tell her who you are tell her you know you're larry david the creator of seinfeld and um he's like reluctant to even do that right. so cheryl tells her him herself and uh the waitress is clearly unimpressed doesn't care at all Jeff later steps in and says the same thing. Like, this guy created Seinfeld. Yeah. Waitress doesn't care. Doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. She says she's seen, like, an episode, maybe. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but uh, so they do end up joining Jeff's table, and things uh-huh. get a little cramped as well. Um, uh-huh. And it's awkward, you know. Sure. Um, and uh, anyway, uh, as they're all ordering, there's some fun lines in there, too. Jeff's dad orders something called the fish frenzy yeah <laughs> which i'm assuming he made that line up I think too he made it up it was improv <laughs> and when we were listening to the the episode with commentary uh they were saying like after that line whenever they would like order food on set everybody would be like oh i want the fish frenzy <laughs> which is so funny i mean this feels like just a maybe it's just a thing to us but i feel like older people parents if you uh-huh. will are always ordering fish and seafood at oh, uh, they always do when we go out to eat and they always have so many questions about the menu yeah and um like about what everybody else at the table is ordering they gotta confirm just it with everybody themselves. yeah that seems <laughs> to happen anytime we go out with our family oh, yeah where it never happens with us I don't no, ask never. you what you're ordering. Oh, I sometimes I ask what you're getting. Although I usually only ask when we're out with everybody, and I'm just trying to make conversation. We got a whole table full yeah. of people, and I'm like, "What are yeah. you getting?" <laughs> yeah, but the, I guess this just rang very true to us. It really like, did. Our experiences. Well, we had just gone out, and I think both of your grandparents relatives. ordered salmon and shrimp and yeah, whatnot. Uh-huh. Is what they do. Yep. Um, and uh, 
at one point the owner uh the restaurant uh owner uh comes over mama's boy if you will <laughs> uh comes over and talks to the table larry asks are you mama's boy and mm-hmm. and that's fun larry also mentions afterward it's good to see uh not to the guy but he mentions it's good to see a a black person uh black entrepreneurship yeah <laughs> the yeah. family is like well, why is that and it, he just kind of stops talking there yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that um, was funny and uh and then Kathy Griffin happens to be at this restaurant as well. And she comes over to the table uh-huh. and she uh, says that, uh, what, do you want to explain that part? Yeah. So she's just stopping by the table to say hi. Um, but she also comes to ask if Larry can work on a pilot for her. Um, so Larry and Jeff, meanwhile, are kind of like trying to just kind of dismiss her as quickly as possible. Because Larry's like, oh, yeah, about the pilot, pilot. But this is the first time she's ever in real life actually uh-huh. mentioned this pilot idea or this writing concept idea. Yeah. Um, whereas the lie was that they had already had this conversation, which is uh-huh. kind of crazy. That's what she wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, and Cheryl, you could see the wheels turning in her head that she was lied to about this thing. Yeah. And then the final shot, it starts to zoom in as it does in an iconic uh-huh. way uh, after Kathy Griffin walks yeah. away. And um, of Cheryl just kind of like staring at Larry like with disapproval and with and Larry uh, just, anger. And Larry's face just kind of, you know, making that face. Yeah. And then bump, bump, bump. Yeah, but one thing that happens even before I think Kathy Griffin comes up is we see uh, Richard Lewis and his new girlfriend being seated, just the two of them at a table. Oh, yeah. So uh, They were able to get a table yeah, for two. Yeah, they were able to get a table for two. Um, so Larry's kind of, you can see him getting kind of upset about that. Ooh. Yeah. This has been so far our longest episode talking about really? uh, this show. Oh, man. <laughs> but it's, like we said, one of our favorite shows. But yeah. So let's just talk about that as a pilot there. Um, what did you think? Oh, a solid pilot. A Very solid pilot. One thing yeah. that I love about this show is that, you know, the way things tie in at the end, you're always kind of left with that big laugh of like everything coming together. The All of these episodes, I mean, these episodes are almost 20 years old. They mm-hmm. hold up and they hold up mm-hmm. in such a great way. They are still yeah. just as good. You can watch season one and you can watch the most recent season, all of them fantastic and i can't think of too many shows other than a show like it's always sunny in philadelphia which has been Mm -hmm. on for a really long time where the quality is still like you know it's still good because they do take those hiatuses when they need to or they only put out eight to ten episodes and things like that um what a good show Mm -hmm. um do you want to talk about some of our favorite episodes of curb your enthusiasm because we've seen pretty much all the episodes um, your favorite, well, one of your favorite, you were just kind of trying to come up with off the top of your head, but one of your favorites was, uh, the TiVo guy episode. Yeah, which is from episode, from season six. six. Yeah. 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 And this is where, well, the episode description is a malfunctioning TV device puts Larry's marriage with Cheryl into a crisis mode. And this is, uh, the, he's trying to, there's a guy fixing his TiVo, which is uh-huh. DVR basically. Uh-huh. And, uh, <laughs> While that's happening, he had had a lot of issues with the getting the TiVo guy there. But while that's happening, Cheryl is on a plane uh-huh, trying to crash. And it, it is it. There's it's heavy turbulence. They think they're going to die. And uh-huh. Larry's like basically dismissing her and 
I think he ends up hanging up on her as he's yeah. trying to get the TiVo guy to fix the TV. Yeah, and that effectively ends his marriage with it, Cheryl. It does. Yeah. Um, and uh, my favorite episode, I think it's from that same season. It might be earlier mm-hmm. in the season. Uh, my favorite episode is the Ida Funkhauser Roadside Memorial. Also a good one. The description on that one, Larry argues with Susie and Richard Lewis over condolences and confronts a pair of sample abusers. Mm, yeah. <laughs> the gist of that episode is that Marty Funkhauser, his good friend, uh, his mother died crossing uh-huh. the street in her automatic automatic wheelchair uh-huh. and there's a roadside memorial there and uh, Larry uh, well at one point he goes to get ice cream and there's some people abusing free samples of ice cream by mm-hmm. getting too many samples mm-hmm. anyways he angers a lot of people and has to he ends up stealing some flowers from the roadside memorial <laughs> in order to uh, smooth things things over. It does not work out well. Yeah. It's a great episode. Yeah. Uh, I feel like a lot of these episodes, if you have never even seen the show, you could just pick one of these episodes and watch it and you can just, you can get right into the characters. Oh, yeah. Because uh-huh. yeah. a lot of the characters are celebrities playing themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. Uh, we, another thing we were looking back at this show, we watched uh, season nine, episode six, uh, because Andrea Savage from I'm Sorry is in that. Mm-hmm. And we Which watched- we did a- a few weeks ago we yeah did we did show. that a few I'm weeks sorry. ago yeah uh-huh. and um you know we didn't know who she was i think when we watched the episode so we want to go back uh-huh. and see who'd she play richard lewis's girlfriend uh-huh. um and uh and but we noticed it, it's interesting that it kind of called back to the series premiere in yeah, a way i mean the not series premiere which was 17 which, years yeah earlier than and, uh the episode because some there's some jokes in there um eventually there's one point where larry is getting I guess fitted for a suit, if you will, or something like that for pants. And, um, he, another side story going on is that he tells JB Smoove's character, Uh which is Leon black, who's, uh, living with him at the time Uh that, uh, He's always found Sophia Loren very beautiful, and uh-huh. JB Smoove is like on a mission to find some like naked like videos or whatever yeah. pictures of Sophia Loren. And uh-huh. anyway, he sends him a video, a very you know sexy video of Sophia Loren yeah, at the that same he time while he's getting fitted for pants by uh, Andrea Savage's character, which does cause a pants tent, but it's a real pants tent. A real pants tent. And yeah. Andrea Savage's character thinks in that the it, pilot, you know, he mentioned Sophia Loren as yeah, one of his sources. One of his sources. Yeah. So they're staying true to the to the characters yeah, even yeah, yeah, that yeah. far that later. That was really interesting to me. And uh, the awkwardness of the sources of uh of of you know yeah. yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that that's just that was kind of a fun callback there um with that and mm-hmm. I don't even know if it's intentional that they called it back to that first know. episode. I kinda yeah. doubt that it even is but uh yeah. Anyway, um, Larry David has a thing for Sophia Loren. So. Yeah, that's the key takeaway, I guess. <laughs> yes. So, um, gosh, this is, a, this is a fun episode. It's a, it's a uh-huh. fun show. Um, next week, we're going to be talking about a show that, uh, that you love. One of my all-time favorite shows. All-time favorites. Uh-huh. Um, you want to tell us? It's Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. Yeah. That's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I've never, I've seen the pilot. Uh-huh. And I've seen like random episodes here yeah, and there. But I'm very excited for you to have to like sit down with oh, me and like man. really pay attention to this. 
we'll see. Maybe I'll get hooked. Maybe I'll start Maybe watching it like with I some mean, of these other shows. Some of these other shows like Wonder Years and stuff. Yeah. I'm like psyched to be watching them all the you time. You really liked uh, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is uh, the same creator as the Amy Sherman Palladino. Yeah, about a while ago. Oh goodness. So hey, if you want to watch some Gilmore Girls and want to listen to some some people talk about some Gilmore Girls, mm-hmm. you should tune in next week. Um, hey, until then, guys, you should subscribe on uh, uh on itunes give us five star reviews or apple podcasts or wherever you listen to to podcasts also uh you know follow us on facebook at you me and tv uh on twitter you me and tv pod on instagram at you me and tv podcast uh you can email us if you want to at you me and tv podcast at gmail.com and again like i said those five star reviews you know how many reviews we have at this moment right now 12 and you know how many downloads we've had i want to say thousands so guys mm-hmm. where you at uh, yeah, give us God, some reviews. Come on. I know you've forgotten your Apple ID. We've all forgotten our Apple ID. Sure have. Uh, but uh, if you do remember it, go in there, just hit that five star. Or hit that five star and also say, hey, guys, love the show. Yeah. Oh, that would be pleasant. And if you don't love the show, don't just move along. Just move, move along. along. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, oh, this has been fun, guys. And uh, you know what? I hope everybody has a wonderful week. The summer's sure, winding down, you know. I just is, you enjoy know. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself. You know what I just remembered is I had a joke that I was going to say earlier and I was going to work it in. I was like, oh, can I work it in at the end? Oh, what is it? Oh, it's not good. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> today we're going to be talking about Curb Your Enthusiasm. You know what? Actually, the original title was Carb Your Enthusiasm and it was all about giving up bread. Not a good joke. No, it's really <laughs> it's a terrible not. joke, and that's how we're gonna end. And hopefully, the music is playing in the background right now. Um, we had not that music, our theme music. We added in later, so I don't know when it's coming in. Anyways, um, here we go. Uh, bye. Bye.